Welcome back to Shay's Pretty Skinny. I'm Shay, and I'm doing everything but keeping it cute. Now, usually I would be stuffing my face with something that I made, some vegan or vegetarian recipe, but today we're just gonna stick to the tea because um, I wanted to take this moment to talk about interviewing because I've been in a situation where I've had an opportunity to view a couple of people doing an interview. That's really why I got the tea. <laughs> so let's take a look see here. Now, when people think about an interview, it's the one time they get nervous about talking about themselves. And that's really what's going on because you don't know the individual across from you, not unless your friend is giving you the one up, right? And bringing you in without any type of experience. Now they know what kind of worker you are. Otherwise though, you're being invited so people can get to know what type of person you are. And I always say that with the interview, you, they've already sent your application, hopefully you fill one out. And if you didn't fill out an application, then there was a resume that was viewed that got you the invitation to the interview. So now the interview is not about your qualifications. They've already seen that. That's why you received the invitation. The interview is now about how do you fit into our organizational culture and do I like the person you are? Like, can I see you working next to me in my office every day or out in the field with me, whatever that environment's going to be? And an interview is much like a date. At least that's how I think of it, except the only difference is this is a time that you could talk about yourself for 15 or 20 minutes and not come off like a self-centered jerk. My words, nobody else's. Judge if you must. Mm. You see why we got the tea. <laughs> but anyway, so in this case, you don't need to worry about, oh, are they going to like me? You need to worry about what am I going to say? Whether you're a good fit for the position or not is based on your personality plus the qualifications that they already liked. And so I want to talk about a couple of questions that people normally ask in some type of way, form, or fashion. Um, one of those questions would be like, tell me about yourself or tell us about your prior work history and how it relates to this position or tell us what attracted you to applying for this position. In that case, you wanna use what I call a three-point statement. Um, it's gonna be, I have, I can, and I am. Those are the three things you wanna focus on. Now, what goes after that? When you talk about I have, this is where you wanna talk about your qualifications, your education, okay? A little bit about your work experience, paid and unpaid experience, right? So it doesn't matter whether you actually received a wage for it or not. What matters is the skills that were acquired and the length of time you were able to perform that skill. So you would open up with, um, I have a bachelor's degree, I have a high school diploma, I have a master's degree, um, I have 20 years of experience, five years of experience. Um, yeah, I have experience with an internship or an externship or I completed an internship, externship for X amount of hours. So in that opening statement, you kind of want to summarize. You don't need to list every job that you ever did or you know every work experience you ever had, but the ones that really stand out the most that also are a benefit to the position that you're applying for. Then you want to move into summarizing 
I can. And after that statement, you're talking about your skills. I can type 45 words per minute. Um, I can design forms. So you're talking about your skills. And even if you haven't had a job in the same industry that you're applying for, this would be the time to highlight those transferable skills. So maybe you did some similar tasks at a job that's unrelated to the industry you're applying for now, but those same types of tasks can be a benefit to the employer for the position that you're applying for. So you wanna talk about transferable skills. And I think that in itself just deserves its own video. After that, you wanna talk about your qualities, who you are as a person, right? I am, I am dependable, um, I'm organized, um, I'm time-driven. And not just saying what your qualities are, but also having examples to back that up if you're dependable. In what way are you dependable? Um, are you able to pick up the slack when the team is running behind? Do you volunteer you know, to help out a team member once your things are finished? Um, have you never missed a day at work? Sometimes I think that's a good thing and a bad thing. Um, have you never missed a day at work? Because mental health days are like key, key, key. And taking a vacation is necessary to avoid burnout. So not that I think you should just be calling off sick. <laughs> you know, you can plan your days off if you have that type of job. And the goal is to get that type of job, right? Okay. So, yeah, you want to talk about your qualities, okay? If you're organized, what have you organized? Like, how do you show these qualities, not just saying what they are? And that's something that's going to set you apart from the next individual. And speaking of that, sometimes people will ask you that. I'm interviewing several um I'm interviewing several candidates today. What sets you apart from the next candidate? Trust me, trust me, trust me on this one. It's not your 15 years of experience because the only person who knows what the competition is really is the person who's interviewing you. If you say, I have 15 years of experience, there may be someone who has 20 years of experience and you should go into a job thinking that. So really, what makes you different? The only thing that makes you different is you in life and in an interview. Again, the only thing that makes you different is you in life and in an interview. Two people can be doing the same thing, but baby, how you do it is going to be super unique, okay? Don't try to copy anybody. Just bring your creativity, your skill level, your skill level and how you do things. So that's when you can hit that I am, talk about your qualities, one, maybe all three of them, but definitely have one ready to go when someone asks you a question like that. Saying, I don't know whether your interview has been going well or not, it's definitely a deal breaker. If you don't know what about you makes you dynamic, I don't know why you would expect an interviewer to feel the same way. Like, now I'm not going to think you're dynamic either. Again, this is your 15 minutes of fame. Everybody wants it. And an interview on a very basic level is where you're going to get that 15 minutes of fame every single time. It is for you to shine, it is for you to talk about you and how you're going to do a dynamic job and be an addition to the organization, okay? Not just there to pick up a paycheck. All of us are coming to pick up a paycheck, all of us. No matter what position we're in, if we work for somebody, we're all trying to pick up a paycheck, okay? So I'm trying to figure out how am I gonna wanna see your face every day and enjoy you coming here to pick up a paycheck. And I'm also trying to figure out, are you gonna enjoy coming here to pick up a paycheck? Because we can get a paycheck anywhere, but are you actually enjoying the service level or the products that you're, sell that you're selling? So that's something that's gonna be important.
Another thing I think people forget about when they're in an interview is when they say, do you have any questions? There's two ways you could get this question wrong. One is by asking questions that can already be answered by the job announcement, which means you didn't really read it and you weren't really interested in my position. That maybe you're just out here applying for jobs and I'm not sure if you're really interested in working here or why I should extend the position to you. Okay, so if that job announcement includes information about what type of benefits are offered, you wouldn't want to ask, what benefits do you offer? That just shows you're kind of like going through the motions and you didn't have any interest. That's another thing that can set you apart from the other candidates is actually having an interest in the job. So getting on the computer, nowadays you could Google anything. Getting on the computer and doing a little background wouldn't hurt, okay, about maybe some performance. Um, a lot of people on their home pages now, they'll, they'll have news at the bottom in the fine print that you could click on that. They'll have ways that they're involved in the community. So if you have no questions, you could at least ask something about how they're involved in the community. Or if you have any personal interest or service interest, that also match what they're doing in the community, you can talk about that as well. I noticed that you guys are involved in such and such organization, and that really interested me because in my free time, I do blah, 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 right? So it shows where your values match with the job position that you're applying for. Um, another question that you shouldn't ask, definitely if it's not stated already, and most times Indeed is very popular, it will at least have a salary range. You might want to be prepared to talk about why you're asking for a certain dollar amount or if they're asking what your request for pay is you want to be prepared to back that up but if the job announcement already tells you that the salary range is between 10 and 12 dollars please don't ask what does this job pay again it's a clear indication to the interviewer that you're not very interested or you didn't do your homework or maybe you're out there just putting in a whole bunch of applications and i didn't want to bring that up but you know right now you could get paid a little bit more getting unemployment than you know. Let me take the tea. Let me be quiet. Always running my mouth. Anyway, so that's just a little bit of a way that you can show interest in the job position that you're applying for. Um, other questions that you can ask are, um, you know, Especially given longevity, because some people will ask, how long do you plan to be with the company? And I think that's a trick question sometimes. But even if they don't ask, giving the implication or saying that you're looking to be with a company on a more midterm, long-term basis, you can ask something like, you know, what's the career trajectory? Which means the career path, like what levels of promotion without saying the word promotion do you have available? And that shows that maybe you're interested in being with the company for a longer term. Um, at the very least, you can ask, when are you looking to fill the position? Number one, because if you're already employed somewhere, you want to be courteous and let me know that you're the type of person who would give a two-week notice. But maybe I need to fill a position faster than you're able to give a notice. You know, maybe you have to give a two-week notice, but I need to fill this position in a couple of days. Then I know whether this fits for us. And always you want to know that with an interview, it's not just about the interviewer asking you questions and if you fit for the job, but it's also an opportunity for you to ask questions at the end and figure out, okay, does this really fit my lifestyle? The way that you can ask about schedules and what type of work is going on, you can ask an interviewer, especially if they're in the position, well, 
what does your day look like? But if they're not actually employed in the position, and that can happen often, sometimes on a panel, they may have an individual who's employed in the position that you're actually applying for, or is a direct supervisor of the position that you're applying for. And you can just simply ask, you know, what does a day look like for an individual employed in this position? Um, you can also ask, like, what are the immediate goals that you're trying to accomplish with this position? You can also ask, what are the immediate goals that you're trying to accomplish with this position? And that lets you know exactly where you can come in and close that interview. I always suggest closing an interview with something good about yourself, using one of those I can or I am's. What type of skills, what type of qualities do you have that actually fit into this position? So if someone says that um, they're looking for someone who can work on um, a certain skill or a certain um, project, then go ahead and start what skill you have or what qualities you have that will be able to come in and address that particular project right away, okay? So that's how you can be engaging in, in an interview and kind of set yourself apart. And I didn't really talk about strengths and weaknesses, so let's hit that just a little bit. When you talk about strengths and weaknesses, when um, your strength, you want it to be something that's gonna add value, right? So maybe you're good at this or you're good at that, time management, things that are universal, okay? Um, if you're going for something specific and it's a place where people normally don't do so well, go ahead and highlight that particular quality or skill. When you talk about weakness, you want to choose a weakness that can also be turned into a positive for your job. Let's say you're a perfectionist. You like to get everything right, right? But you've learned that you can improve in areas all the time. There's always room for growth. That's something that you learned. So you always want to have um, a an area where you can actually improve because everyone can improve somewhere. No one's really a perfectionist. Although we have that goal to be perfect, there's areas <laughs> where we mess up and we can improve. Um, sometimes maybe your weakness can be time management, but tell me what you do to make up for that. Like, are you using task systems on the Outlook program? Like, do you plan a task? Do you write on your calendar what you have to do? How do you prioritize your work? Since sometimes time management can be a struggle. Um, do you, are you helpful to individuals, but you've learned that I get my task complete first before I offer my help to others? Things like that. So um, it's not a trick question, but kind of a trick question, but you want to choose a weakness that can also be turned into a positive, okay, for your employer. So those are the basics. We'll get a little bit more into it. I thought I was gonna get into a little bit of interview clothing, but then I have put this dress on, and I don't know if you ever heard it, but my grandma used to say something like, pigs in a blanket. It was just fitting a little bit tighter than I thought. I'm, I'm even starting to break a sweat right now. So until I could be a better example, like I said, everyone has room for improvement. Then maybe we'll talk a little bit about interview attire and what may or may not be appropriate on a general scale. Not always specific because there's some work environments out there where you can really just let it all hang out, literally. But for the most part, that's not gonna happen. And I definitely wanna talk about that. So I hope you guys are having a wonderful day and it's been a great time on your wellness journey. 
maybe this is going to be a part two, part three to job interviews and success in your career, especially during this time when people are either looking for new employment or transitioning in their career or just getting a job for the first time. Good luck out there.